Okay. Dr. Gamara, Boy Rava. We're starting from Boy Rava in the middle of the Ombud. Boy Rava, Rava asks the Shaila. Hishka, if they gave her, they gave the Saita to drink, the sieve, with a small straw, according to Rashi, or with a sponge that they um, saturated a sponge with the water and then she sucked it out. Mahu, what is the halacha? Is it kosher? What about using a straw, or going to Rashi, a larger straw? What's the halacha? What's the shailah? This is considered a normal way of drinking. Or is it not considered a normal way of drinking? And therefore, I wouldn't be take the shailah stands. Now again, the shailah is because it says in the Pasuk that the Kayan is to give it to drink. So is it considered, or to give it to drink, just like by Achila, we know that it has to be Kederach Achila. So too by Shtia, by drinking, it has to be Kederach Shtia, Kederach of being Mashka. And the Gemara's lives take Another Shaila, boy, Ravashi, Ravashi asks the Shaila, Nishpuchu Mehen, if some of the water is spilled out, Vinishtairu Mehen, and some were left over, Mahu, what's the halacha? Meaning to say, do you have to have all of the water there for her to drink it. The Shaila is not if um, <coughs> if um, if you have to if she has to drink all of it because that's we could just ask. So say does she have to drink everything? The Shaila well, I is. Might, I might I might think that not all of the siva is there. Is right, why? meaning it's only it only has the potency of the mesaita if everything was there. <laughs> Again, I'm living with the take. Amar Abzair, Amar Rav. Abzair is said in the name of Rav. Beis Shvuas, the Beis swearing. So Amuras Pesaita that are said by Saita. Lama, what are they for? Says Rav. Achas, one of them is Kaidim Shenimchakav Megillah. Is before the Megillah is erased. Achas, and one of them is Laachar Shenimchakav. After it's erased. So there's a Shvua before and a Shvua afterwards. Yeah. Uh, what? What would be the purpose of two shvuas, one before, one after? Um, I don't know necessarily. I mean, it's it's a, I guess an, a uh, confirmation for her to be able to back out one more time. Okay. Both are before the drinking, though, right? No. Yeah. 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 So shvua and then erasure, then shvua, then drink. Right. Yes, correct. Besides the Gemara Maskeva Rava Prak Rava Kasha, how could you tell me one of them is before the mechika, the erasing, one of them is afterwards? Tarvayu, both of them, Kaidem Shenimchika Megillah Ksivon. They're both written, meaning in the Torah. In the order of the Psukim, the Torah puts both of these Shvuas, the Hishbia Aisa Hakain and Vishbiya Kain Aisha, both of them are before the Torah tells the Kain to erase the Megillah. So how could you Rav say that one of them is a Megillah is, is a um Shvua before the Mechika and one of them is a Shvua after the Mechika? They're both before the Mechika, at least in the sequence of the Psukim. Ella Omar yeah, I thought it was very good. Okay. What, what was that? He, he knew who he had to do. 
So he holds ain't muktiv on ma'ochav at What does that mean? Ain't muktiv on ma'ochav means that the chronological order of psukim is not necessarily in the way it's supposed to be. Now that klal is something that everyone holds of. Generally, we say it for for. Generally, we, so generally we say that for for episodes that occur in Chumash or that are recounted in the Torah. The Moshev Parshas Kitzisa talks about the Egel, and then the Melachas Hamishkan. It said before, but really the Melachas Hamishkan was done after the Egel. That's a that's a classic example of a muktum or That something that was written before doesn't necessarily mean that chronologically it was before. Rav holds that it applies even over here with regard to the Ksiva of the uh, Megillah. That's what some of the Mepharshim explained. Okay, so Elam Rava, <coughs> rather, Rava says, Achas, the two Shvuas are, Achas, Shvua, one of them is the Shvua Sheyeshi Ma'ala, that has with it a curse. The Achas, and one of them is Shvua She'eni Ma'ala, is the Shvua that does not have with it a curse. And the, the the answer to how there's no redundancy is that there's two different there's two different shvuas. One's a shvua stamazeh, and then we we soup up the shvua, so to speak, to attach a Allah the curse with it. So is he coming As off I, of the before and after? He's coming off of the before and after. Yeah, this is Rava. Rava's giving you Rava's disagreeing. Rava's disagreeing. Says the Gemara, Hechi dami shvua sheyeshima Allah. Hechi dami. What's the case? Of Shvuah Shiyeshima Allah of a Shvuah that has within a curse. Amar of Amram Amar Rav. Of Amram Amar Rav says to explain this. Mashbi'eni Olayich. I make you swear, Shaloy Nitmit, that you did not defile yourself. Sha'im Nitmit, because if you did in fact defile yourself, Yavoyu Bich, etc. It will come in you meaning the waters will come in you and your stomach will sw- swell and your thighs will fall. Back to Gemara, Akasha. Amar Rovo says, Rovo, Allah, the curse, l'chud stands by itself. The shvua l'chud And the shvua stands by itself, meaning to say, the way Rav Amram Amarav said, it was that it was mashbiyeni alayich shaloy nitmit. I'm making you swear that you did not Defile yourself. Sha'im nitvit, because if you did defile yourself, because of that defilement, you will have the consequences of your stomach swelling and your thigh falling, etc. So the Allah is the chudokaim of the curse is standing by itself, meaning the curse is an independent uh, item that happens to be put in the same sentence, but it's not the result, it's not a shvua that has with it the curse. It's a shvua that is mentioning the curse at the same time. That is Rava's kasha. Ella omai Rava, Rava, rather Rava says, Mashbiyeni alayich. I am making you swear, She'im nitmis, that if you defile yourself, Yavoyubich, the waters will come into you. Therefore, you're attaching the curse to what the Kayan is saying. That if you defiled yourself, you're going to get the curse. To which Ravashi immediately says, Amar Ravashi, Allah Ika, a curse there is, meaning in what Rava just said, Shmuel but there isn't a swear. Meaning all he said was, 
I'm making you swear that you should know this piece of information. But where's the swearing that she's supposed to be doing that she wasn't, that she didn't defile herself? That's Rav Ashi's kasha. I don't, what I don't get about that is it still says mashbiyini uh, alayim. So what do you, what do you, I mean, how can we just say there's no, it, it, clearly there's, they're, they're making them swear something. It says the word mashbiyini alayim. Well, imagine someone saying, I'm making you swear, meaning that you're accepting this reality. You're accepting the reality that if you were defiled, then this is what's going to happen. So you're, that's a Lushen, that's not a general Lushen of Shmuel, you're correct. And that's really Ravashi's, um, <coughs> sorry, that's really Ravashi's question. Um, but I, I don't know, these, these terms can still be used in this context of swearing about this reality. That if she defiled herself, she'll be, she'll be this will happen. Answer the Gemara, um, Rather, Ravashi says, I am making you swear that you did not defile yourself. And if you did defile yourself and you're swearing falsely about that, etc., then the waters will come into you and the consequences will happen um, as a result of swearing falsely about your being Tameo. Again, the, the curse which is happening is not happening merely as a result, like parrots brought up in the uh, text today, it's not happening merely as a result of the defilement which happened. The whole Saita process requires her to swear about it falsely, and then this is what happens as a result. You need the Shvua for the waters to take effect. It's not magical swear. waters on the stone. Yeah. What? Right, because the case of the two sisters, right? Yeah. So the other good question. It's a good question. It's a good question. It's a good question. What about the whole process? You know, that's not the only kasha you can ask on that story. I've been telling brought this up last week. There's a lot of, or, or earlier in the week, there's a lot of details that were not done. She didn't, she didn't, um, you know, the whole mincha wasn't brought on her behalf. I mean, well, maybe it was, Ke'ilu was brought on her behalf, but the whole, the whole process, wasn't done for her. That's a good kasha. Okay. Says the Mishnah. Al says the Mishnah. Amen, amen. On what? When the Kayan is making her swear, says the Mishnah. Alma regarding what? He aimeres amen, amen. Is she saying amen, amen? Says the Mishnah. Amen al ha'ala, amen meaning I'm a kabel, the curse that this will happen to me if in fact I defiled myself. Amen al shvua and amen on the shvua that I'm, I'm meaning I accept the shvua. You know, it's um, in Hilchas Nedarim, which is um, or, or in Shvuas, which you could talk afterwards after Chazar. You could talk to Jonathan about this famous sugiyus about if a nadir says. Um, I'm being macabre. If someone says I'm being macabre in the zeros, and someone overhears him and says amen or something like that to that effect, that could be itself a kabbalas nizirus as if he accepted on himself whatever that person said. So when the woman is saying amen, amen, she, that's all she's saying. 
the client is doing most of the talking and it's basically a main is saying like I accept it as if I said it as well. So what is she saying? I'm sorry to interrupt, but why, why does she say main after each one? Like, can you just stack up a mains? If, if there was a third thing, would she say a main three times? Well, let's see. Let's see what she's saying a main on. Right, right. Okay, over here, I mean, over here, the Pusik says she should say a main on main. Um, and yeah. Let's see. I mean, it's not. I think there's an assumption over here, which which we'll go back to in the Mishnah. We'll see. Okay. See over here when I cough, I can mute myself. So you don't have to hear the cough. In person, you don't get that benefit. All right. Says the says the Mishnah. Almahi emeret amein amein. What does she say? Amein amein. Amein al haala. Amein on the curse. Amen ala shvua, amen on the shvua. Says the Mishnah, amen me ish zeh. I makabal this, that I did not defile myself me ish zeh from this man. Amen me ish acher. And I'm also makabal that I did not defile myself from a different man, even a different man that did not necessarily have kinoi. <laughs> That she is accepting and she is swearing that she did not um, defile herself ever. She was never uh, unfaithful to her husband, even with a different man. Amen. I'm sorry? The second set of two amen? No, that's what I'm saying. There's, that, that assumption is, 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 just, is, is incorrect. She said amen, amen. Twice. That's all she said. Now the mission is telling us that that is not, it's not, it's not going one for one. She said amen, amen, and it's going on a whole slew of things that the mission is going to explain. Okay. It was, it was, she was mechabalon and everything. And Ms. Stama, the Korean, had to speak out that, that he is telling her all of these things. Yes, Ari Leib. The, uh, the second amen, the second reason that she wasn't mechabalon with anybody else, is it the Gilgul Shua? Let's see what the Gemara says. Let's see. Let's see what. Let's just. Let's just for now. Let's just learn the Mishnah. And we'll see what the Mishnah says, and then we'll hopefully we'll we'll, we'll uh, be a lot smarter at the end. Okay. It is Gilgushvul. It happens to be. As a spoiler alert. Yes, I believe you are correct. This is the Makar actually for Gilgushvul. But let's let's hold off on that because that's a little bit too much too much uh, too advanced for me for tonight. I'll, so again, Al Mahi Emeris Amen Amen. And what does she say? Amen, 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 Allah, Allah, amen on the curses, amen, Allah, shua, amen on the swearing. Amen, she's accepting that she did not defile herself from this man, amen, and she is also accepting that she did not defile herself from a different man. Amen, <coughs> she is being arusa, that I did not veer, meaning I did not stray and the Mizana, when I was in Arusa, which is the first step of marriage, Kiddushin, Arusin is the equivalent of Kiddushin. So, Amen Shalai Satisi Arusa, Amen, that I did not defile myself when I was in Arusa, <coughs> when I was only before Nisuin, Vinisua, or that I was, I, I, and I did not defile myself when I was in Nisua, Vishay Meres Yavam, 
And if the husband, if the man who was making her giving giving her to drink is her yavam, meaning, if you recall from the last parak we saw, <coughs> excuse me, that the um, a shemeres yavam does not drink when she's a shemeres yavam, but if in fact she got married to the yavam, meaning Ruvain's married to Rachel, Ruvain dies. At that point, during the stage, before she marries Shimon, Reuben's brother, with Yibum, Shimon cannot give Rachel to drink. But if Rachel marries Shimon through Yibum, and then later on, Shimon does Kino and Stira to Rachel about a man, when they're going through this process, so she makes a Shvua that she did not defile herself when she was a Shemeres Yavam, meaning when she was Shemeres Yavam, as we saw in uh, last week's parsha, what does Shemeres Yavam literally mean? Breaking Yavam. What was that? Uh, guarding the Yavam. No, no, she... What did we say in last week's parsha? Shomer as Hadavar. That his father awaited. So Shemeres Yavam means that she is waiting for the Yavam. She is waiting for the Yavam to do either Yibum or Chalitza. This Shemeres Yavam, so again, so this person, this Rachel, who ended up marrying Shimon, when she makes a Shmua through the whole process, she makes a Shmua, and she's saying Amen, that she was not Mizana when she was a Shemeres Yavam, or when she was Knusa, meaning that she was brought in with Yibum to Shimon. Okay? So she's saying that she was not Mizana then or then. Okay. So, one second. Um, sorry, Amen Shalonit Macy. She is saying, Amen, I'm a Kabel that I did not defile myself. Ve'imnit Macy, and if I did defile myself, Yavoyu be, it should come into me. So the last line where it says, Meaning, Which one? Knusa, yeah. Knusa is, means that she was brought into the marriage with evil. Is there a thing of it? Or who, 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 When she initially, in the second answer, when it says, Amen me'ish zev, Amen ve'ish acher, is that yeah. applying only to when she's mamish married in a normal way, such that we have to now come on to these other permutations of quasi-marriage, yes. almost married? Yes. Okay. Yes. We're not, we're, we're, we'll see, we'll see. Let's see the Hemshech Mishnah. We'll see. Remeir, Remeir, Remeir says, Amen shaloynit mesi. Amen, what she's saying is, Amen, that I was not, Shalonit Macy, that I did not defile myself. And Amen, Shaloy Etme. And she says, Amen, Shaloy Etame, that I will not become defiled in the future. And in fact, if she does def- become defiled in the future, then we'll see, we'll see in the Gemara 
that, in fact, the whole process will happen right then. Meaning the, the oynesh, the consequence of blowing up will happen, according to her mayor, when she does defile herself in the future. Says can, the Mishnah. Can person make a swore for the future? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to zar that for now, because we just want to understand what the Mishnah is saying. I'm sorry. I'm guessing you Shavin. <laughs> yes, thank you, Ari Lady. You knew that I was missing that. Hakol Shavin says the Mishnah, everyone agrees. She'ain masna'ima, that he cannot make a condition with her, meaning make her make a shvua. Loi al There's a little bit of a, uh, what they say in Yiddish, a fagraizde girsa. The girsa is a little bit awkward over here. Let's just read it the way we have it in the Mishnah. We'll see if it gets too complicated. Loi al koidem Not on. Koidem shetisares, before there was Arisen, meaning when she was a pnuya, when she wasn't married at all. Veloi, nor al acher shetiskaresh, nor on after they got divorced. Meaning if Reuven is married to Rachel, Reuven divorces Rachel, and then Reuven remarries Rachel, and then during the second, their, their remarriage, Reuven does a kinoy and siro with Rachel, so when Reuben is having her swear, he cannot make her swear about the time period when she was divorced before they got remarried. Yeah, Meaning, the Mishnah explains, so Reuben is married to Rachel. Yeah, Reuben is married to Rachel. Reuben divorces Rachel. And then Reuben remarries Rachel. Now that Reuben remarried Rachel, Reuben did kinoi and stira, meaning he was Makana her, and there was a stira with <coughs> um, Rachel for this guy. And now they're going through the whole process <coughs> of the Shmuah. At that point, says the Mishnah, everyone agrees that they can, Reuben cannot make Rachel swear, or the Kayin, whatever, is not making Rachel swear about Rachel's behavior in the time period between the divorce that Reuben divorced Rachel to when they got remarried. So if that's it, there was a year in between when they got divorced. Before Reuben remarried Rachel, he cannot make her swear about that time period. Do the terms of Ruth and Ernestuan apply to that time period? No. Second time no. around? No. Okay. No. Well, well, the second time, you could have. You could have, it, but at that point, they're not, they're not related. At that point, they're not, they're, she's right. divorced well, and they have no relation. I'm just saying, a divorcee who's going to marry, remarry her husband, is yeah. she considered, while she's waiting for that wedding, is she considered again an Arusin or an if they, if, if they had Arusin, if they had Arusin, we're talking about the time period. If Ruben, once Ruben divorces Rachel, at that point, there's no relation. If they yeah. decide to get remarried, so maybe Ruben will do Arusin again to Rachel and then do Nesuin. But before, before the Arusin, they have no relation at all. And he cannot make her swear about that time period. Okay? Nistero la'acher. If, see, that's what the, the, um, it's a little bit repetitive and, and awkward, but let's just read it. Nistero la'echod, the nitmes, and she was defiled, the achakachechzira, and afterwards he remarried her, he did not make a condition with her. It's a little bit repetitive and, and half and disjointed, but let's just leave it the way it is, the way I was explaining it to you. And the Mishnah concludes by saying, Zach, this is the rule. 
Call Sheti Ba'el. Any situation or any znus, Sheti Ba'el, that if she was Ba'el, meaning she had znus, Beloy Tehei Asura Loy, and she would not be usher to him, Loy Hayamasna Ima, he would not make a condition with her, meaning make her swear. Call that call. This is the rule. Call Sheti Ba'el, any situation or any znus. That if she was Mizanev, and she would not be ushered to him, he would not make her swear about. And what we learn, we see from here that this Mishnah at least holds that even though there's an Isra called which means that a, let's say Rachel was married to Ruben. Ruben, sorry, yeah, Ruben divorces Rachel, and then Rachel marries Yisachar, and Yisachar dies or divorces Rachel. Rachel is no longer allowed to marry Reuben. That's called Machzikru Shasta, returning a divorcee. But if she was Mizana, after, <coughs> if she had nuts with somebody after she was divorced from Reuben, that doesn't disqualify her from being able to marry Reuben again. That's what we see from here. But that, since that nuts would not answer her on Reuben, so therefore he's not allowed to make, he's not allowed to make her, it's like he can't say, I want you to swear to me that um, you never, you know, uh, you never went into a casino. If she goes into a casino, maybe she shouldn't go in, but he, it's not going to answer her to her husband. So just like that's not going to answer her to her husband, and therefore he can't make her swear about that, so too he can't make her swear about the time period before they were married. Or it's the equivalent of before they got married, Bechlal. The first time around, he can't make her swear. Okay? All right, we'll hold it there. Okay, have a good Shabbos, everyone.